All right. Greetings and welcome to Just My Opinion. I am your host, Ken Lambert. And this is uh, our Sunday Wire for February 28th, 2021. On today's show, I'll review some of the headlines of the week. And then I'm going to introduce a new segment called The Bright Side. And of course, I'll have my final thoughts of the day. Okay, so let's uh, get right into some headlines. Bottoms up. A group of U.S. officials returning to China got into the diplomatic express line, as it were, you know, to clear customs. Well, this may be one of the times where they wish they had gotten into the line uh, with the ordinary folk even though these officials had diplomatic passports, they were subject to an anal swab for the COVID uh, virus. Apparently, this was the first time this has happened and uh, to these group of officials. However, one of the uh, official unidentified officials was quoted as saying during the swab, thank you, sir, may I please have another? All right, let's move on to our next item. CPAC. The Conservative Political Action Convention has uh, been taking place in uh, Florida since Friday. And it's been uh, some of the same people that you tend to see at most of these CPAC gatherings. And, uh, you know, these are some of the, uh, this is the place that some of the future stars and wannabes in the Republican Party come to shine in front of the right people, no pun intended. I particularly enjoyed uh, former Secret Service agent uh, and now uh, podcast host Dan Bongino's speech. Bongino, who has been uh, undergoing cancer treatment, but looks good. And if uh, if you don't know Bongino, he's well-spoken, very in-your-face, and he never misses an opportunity to slam the left. I uh, highly recommend his podcast. It's worth your time. There was many good speakers uh, there, but uh, everyone has come to see the, the former president, uh, President Trump. This will be his first public uh, address since uh, leaving office. You know, the former president is scheduled to to speak around uh, 3.40 Eastern time uh, Sunday afternoon. And I'm sure we'll uh, we'll talk more about it on Monday. All right, on to our next item. Who's the judge? Cynthia Nixon, former star of the show uh, Sex and the City, has tweeted her disapproval of the the judge that the Cuomo team has picked to to investigate the government the governor's uh, sexual harassment charges. Following the, the latest uh, charges from uh, a former aide, uh, Charlotte Bennett, former federal judge uh, Barbara Jones was selected to look into the allegations. This Joyce is being criticized by uh, state Republicans and, uh, of course, the Sex and the City star. 
Apparently, the former judge is a colleague of uh, former top Cuomo aide, uh, Steve Cohen. You know, this is uh, being criticized uh, by uh, by many. It's saying that the governor is investigating himself. Some view this attempt by the governor to try to get past this part of uh, the, the troubles he's in. You know, between the sexual harassment allegations and the nursing home desk cover-up. Uh, the governor's in some real trouble. You know, even people who have been fans of the governor in the past are saying if uh, he has nothing to hide, then he, he should just let a totally independent investigation into both issues. I would say that uh, this isn't going away anytime soon. All right, on to our next item. Manhunt. According to Fox News uh, report, Early Sunday morning, uh, there is a two-state manhunt for a man who allegedly shot two deputy sheriffs. Authorities issued an alert for a suspect uh, named Troy Arthur Phillips, 40 years old, saying he was possibly armed and dangerous. Apparently, the deputies were in pursuit of Phillips uh, when his car crossed from the Seminole County into the Decanor County, which is not far from the Florida-Georgia state line. It's being reported that both deputies were shot by a 30 caliber rifle. Neither deputy is being identified at this time. Uh, one of the deputies was airlifted to a, a hospital in Florida and fighting for his life in an in critical condition. The other one, was uh, his wounds were considered uh, non-life-threatening. It's being reported that the car chase uh, reached speeds up more than 80 miles an hour. And it's also report being reported that the suspect's brother, who is not being named at this time, is, has been taken into custody in connection with the shooting. Well, I'm sure we'll hear more about this. And uh, as information becomes available, we'll let you know. And uh, we just want to make sure that they know that our prayers are going out to both deputies. Well, that's our headlines for today, and uh, now on to our new seg segment up for the Sunday Wire that's called The Bright Side. Bring us to the bright side today is uh, Just My Opinion contributor, Jessica Frank. Jessica? Thanks, Ken. You know, these days of COVID and all the political craziness that is happening daily, we thought we should find some happier news to share with our listeners. We didn't have to search far to find something that is going on right now that isn't getting a lot of airtime. NASA and the American Space Program, with a big help from SpaceX and other American companies, is back and better than ever. You may have heard we have another rover vehicle on Mars that is sending back some incredible pictures and is collecting samples that should tell us more about the red planet's history. And we finally may know if there is or has ever been life on the planet. This latest rover... Perseverance, has over 25 cameras, a robotic arm, and a small helicopter that will go places the rover can't go. Perseverance was built by the folks at JPL Jet Propulsion Laboratory and took nearly eight years to build. With its camera core, drilling capabilities, and its helicopter, this rover is sure to deliver some incredible enlightenment to our sister planet, Mars. SpaceX, NASA's latest partner, 
is delivering on their promise to get Americans back into space via American spaceships. SpaceX's Falcon rocket with its reusable boosters has been incredible. The latest Falcon ship has been docked at the ISS International Space Station for a few months and is now scheduled to bring its crew back to Earth by the end of March. As if that wasn't enough for SpaceX to have on their plates, they are moving forward with their launch of low-orbit satellites, a large spacecraft built to take civilians into space. And they are building their own space station, kind of orbiting hotel, if you will, that will provide its own gravity, and SpaceX is committed to getting people back to the moon to build a moon base and then getting the first humans to Mars. There hasn't been this much excitement about the American space program since the launch of a space shuttle. America's space program is our bright side for today. I'm Jessica Frank. All right. Thank you, Jessica. And now for my final thoughts of the day. When looking at all the, the chaos that's been going on in the world today, you know, especially here in America, I think, what happened? As long as I can remember uh, people I've known who I disagree with politically, but, you know, we could have uh, honest and frank discussions over coffee or beer, and uh, even at the, the most heated ones that we'd have in those days, you know, I never walked away from the discussion thinking I hate that person. You know, I may have thought that they were ill-informed, but I remained friends with them. Most of the time, uh, by the time the uh, end of the discussion came, I would be thinking that I understood why they were thinking that way or why they felt that way. And there was even a few times where I may have even changed my mind and about why I was thinking a certain uh, way about a certain subject. So why isn't it like that today? Why are people so hostile to opposing views? Well, I think it's uh, principles. People don't share the same core principles anymore. So what do I mean by this? Well, when I was a young man, you know, in my late teens, early 20s, there was people that I knew who were Democrat and Republican that I may disagree with on policy. But, but we had the same basic principles. We loved this country. We believed in the Bill of Rights and the Constitution. We were Americans. You know, and I mentioned this before. I grew up as an Air Force brat, and every few years we would move to another base. So, so having a best or close friend was hard. My brother and my sisters were my closest friends. My dad had taught us to look out for one another. You know, we even had a little saying between us. If you're going to fight one of us, you're going to fight all of us. Of course, we used to fight amongst ourselves like cats and dogs, but hey, nobody's going to touch my brother or my sisters. You know, and that's the kind of mentality that, that we're used to be, there used to be here in America. It was called patriotism. You know, and as I've discussed in previous shows, patriotism comes and goes in waves. But now it's it's really gone out of style. It's almost voodoo to, to love your country now. 
you be should be ashamed to be so patriotic. It's racist. You know, I lost my dad probably 34 years now. And, uh, you know, I miss him every day. But, boy, there's times when I think, boy, I'm glad he's not here to see how this country is turning out. You know, the funny thing is, is he used to be one of the people that I used to disagree with politically. Dad was a JFK Democrat. You know, and I'll never forget the look that he gave me when, when I told him that I voted for Reagan over Carter. It was my first vote. I was 18, you know, and he said, well, it was your first vote. You'll get better at it. Now, my dad was very patriotic, and we flew a flag outside our house as long as I can remember. So that's where I got my core principles of love of country from, even though we disagreed on policy. I think Dad voted for Reagan for a second term, even though he would have never admitted it to me. You know, and it's funny thinking back to those Reagan years. You know, the Speaker of the House was Tip O'Neill. And he and Reagan were so far apart politically that you couldn't get any farther apart. But for the good of the country, they used to sit down over a glass or two of scotch and figure out a way to compromise. You know, and that's unheard of today. It's a different type of uh, politician today. They're all about power. So where do we go from here? You know, I believe with all my heart that most Americans still have the, the core principles uh, and they love this country. But with the cancel culture of today, they're too afraid to say so. You know, it's time for us patriots to, to make a stand and... Uh, Stand up for what we believe in, Republican or Democrat. We need to stand with our voices. There's no room for violence. This must be peaceful, respectful, and righteous. If we don't join together and demand our country back, these whack job politicians are going to change this country forever. And that road back will be very long and costly. But that's just my opinion. What do I know? And that's this week's Sunday Wire. Until next time, I'm Ken Lambert.